0: I don't know. It's just a bunch of, like, 70s noises at the beginning, like, Morium, you know, ah.
1: It's good. I like it. It's I'm going to sign you to my record perfect. label.
0: I, perfect. That's what I was hoping hits, for. Hits, hits, hits. You got
1: hits so big, we're going to have to widen Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. a Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. And this is uh, episode 151.
0: Wow, we've done it. We, we did it. We
1: really did it. We, we could retire it, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the money that we've made, this empire we've built.
0: <laughs> so it makes like $10. My
1: empire of shit. <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> you know, the man in black, Johnny Cash? Yes. Did you ever listen to his albums? Um,
0: Some, but I wasn't, I, it was like not my time. I like June Carter a lot better. No, no, no. Katie. Okay. <gasps> no.
1: Um, no. I was referring to his his last albums, like, you know, he was quite an old man. Oh, uh, I don't Well, not so. an old man, but, he, you know, he'd put a lot of miles on. Yeah. Yeah. The it's, Man in Black, as produced by Rick Rubin.
0: Oh. And they
1: were cover songs.
0: Good old Rick Rubin.
1: That guy's made an empire of money.
0: He really or, has. He's involved in everything. An Him and that one guy, um, we watched the- documentary where he worked with Whitney Houston and she like broke his heart when she passed away and was struggling. Remember?
1: Oh yeah. What's that guy's <laughs> name?
0: He was, isn't he an Italian out of New York?
1: Les Moonves. No, oh, no, I, no. That's the guy from CBS.
0: Anyway. Um, it was really interesting. I find it interesting. The, the magicians behind the curtain kind of thing, like the people who make it what it is. Like Kanye West started out that way. Like the producer of music. Isn't that what Rick Rubin is a producer? Yeah. We saw him in Santa Monica.
1: Oh, I thought he was homeless. I would love to talk to him. He has on his Instagram account. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He puts little positive notes, positive affirmations. Good for him. Rick Rubin wisdoms, Rubinisms,
0: Rubinisms, Rickies. I do like a Rubin. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, I do too. I'm hungry. (laughs) Me too. Okay, let's get this show started. (laughs) Focus. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome, Katie.
0: Welcome, welcome. Today's this is the time where we talk about things that don't really matter. Um, I have a couple of stories to tell. Ooh. Did we tell them about the possum? I don't think I told you. So the other day, okay, I have two, let's start off with puppy parlance. I have two puppy parlance to share with you. First is it got hot here. It's not right now, but it was hot about a week ago. And I meant to share it on Instagram because it was just so ridiculous, but it was actually so painful that I was just like tending to myself and then forgot to tell you guys about it. So it got hot here, which means your pasty white girl puts on shorts for the first time in like, I don't know, five, six months. And I go to walk our little doggeroo just around the block. And usually w- when I walk around the block, I'll pick up the mail. Why not? A twofer. Be productive, I say to myself. So I walk around the block. And as I'm getting the mail, she usually like next to our mailbox is just like a bunch of bushes. And I think it always smells like critters. So she just sniffs around usually. So I just kind of let her out and I'm holding the leash out here. I'm unlocking our mailbox and putting the stuff in my little tote bag. And as I put it in my tote bag and go to like lock it back up and take my keys back. She runs around me. So in front of me and behind wraps my legs with her leash and proceeds to leash burn me.
1: Oh! It's
0: a whole new way to get fucked up. Hurt me so bad. I still have a huge mark and it like scabbed over, but like under the skin kind of thing. It was not good, you guys. And I couldn't get her contained. It was a new way to get hurt by my dog.
1: You know, if I was an inventor, mm-hmm. which I am not, you know, we were talking about this. Yes. Can you invent something that will make a lot of money?
0: I have a good idea.
1: Well, I'll hold that for later. Continue. Frictionless, frictionless leash. Mm. Would that be something you'd be interested in buying?
0: I think, I think in general, which we kind of have, we have a tug leash. If she, when she pulled, it just locked immediately. Right. Like I would love belt. that. Yeah. Like that when you're like, but sometimes seat belts like it's a little too much where you like, can't even get out of the seat. You're like release me oh, you have to like you know unhook what? it and like bring it all the way back
1: when i was a kid mm-hmm. there was a buddy of mine um mm-hmm. and this is before well i think i was like 14 or 15 and i okay. used to really like belts oh okay and he That's had a weird made thing a thing to say but okay i don't know why he was a collector of no but i used to wear a belt buckle belts. and a leather belt you know like i thought oh, I was was you. cool. you're yeah. so tough
0: um, you were born to be a texan
1: Right. Get you some belt
0: buckles. Ye fucking haw. I wouldn't mind getting one. I got to be honest.
1: I hey, think they're could, pretty
0: cool. We could go to Allen Boots. We'll get you the boots. We'll get you the belt. I really do want a hat.
1: I'm here for the cowboy starter kit, please. Yep. Pearl snap shirt. Sir. Sir. Y'all. Y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I
0: was going to get you some of my papa's pearl snaps. Nice. Yeah,
1: so homeboy, mm-hmm. my buddy Steve, he mm-hmm. was making these belts at one point. And all he was doing, I thought this was great. And he may have gotten the I'm sure he got the idea from someone else, but okay. I had never seen it before. So it was new to me. Yes. And then I asked him to make me one. And
0: Whatever he just happened pocketed the, the money. Belt. I
1: don't think he, he wasn't that good of a friend. Um, but <laughs> Isn't it he,
0: funny when you look back, you're like, fuck, what happened with that? Yeah. Hmm. Um,
1: he would take uh, cool cars mm-hmm. from, you know, the 70s. So he'd go to the junkyard and he would get a, 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 a belt
0: mm-hmm.
1: or not a belt, but a, a seat belt.
0: Oh, and, and turn it into, huh. Yeah. they sell those now. I've seen them. They're very cool. Remember we thought about getting one for Shane and Noah, but then they didn't have them in their size. Or we couldn't get them shipped That's in time right. or something. That's right. We'd looked into it.
1: So Steve was making these back in the day and they'd be cool. Like it'd be like the old Ford logo, mm-hmm. you know, or Chevy or.
0: That's still kind of fun.
1: You know, but I'd like a, a Lamborghini one, but you can't just find those, those in a scrap chart. You know, you get it. No, a,
0: I want a Citroën.
1: Oh. I think that's a great car. Be
0: real bizarre or better yet. We go to like a junkyard in Australia and get like, what was theirs? It was like a Holden. Yeah. Holden. I'll start with an H. Yeah. Get oh. one of those. Be exotic, Sean.
1: That's it. They, so everyone can have a Ford, but have you ever heard of a Holden? You know, maybe it's just not a GM by another
0: name. I know it does. It looks exactly. That's like their Burger King because they already had a Burger King in Australia when Burger King came. Like our Burger King came to like fuck their shit up. So then now instead of calling it Burger King, remember it was called Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. But it's like the Burger King logo. When we got there, I was like, what is going on in the world? Like, it just, you feel you're like, do the toilets go in the other direction? They don't. But does Burger King exist as Wait, Hungry Jack? Yes.
1: That's not true. Mm-hmm. That the water doesn't spin the other way?
0: I don't believe so. Did we watch? But it's on the bottom of the earth. I think earth. we it's did flush down. our toilet and be like, I don't even know which way it goes when I'm at home. Clockwise. Oh okay, I don't really watch the toilet flush that often. I have to be honest. You don't. Why would I watch the toilet flush?
1: Oh my god, my worst. <laughs> the, here's why.
0: Okay.
1: I do not like going into the bathroom and seeing a surprise left in the toilet, like uh, something that came back up.
0: Yes, of course not.
1: So I always make sure.
0: Oh, flush twice.
1: I while well, I look and I wait and I watch to make sure no little uh,
0: bits you... come back. Yes, bits. Thank you. I come was back gonna say around. Particles, but. Uh... Particles oh my god i'm the particle no. eradicator so, our house has like older toilets and the toilets do this weird thing we'd love to get new to- i'd love a lot of things right i'd like a- sean wants a lamborghini i'd like to get the carpet out of our house i'd also like some new toilets
1: you're pragmatic but, you gotta dream bigger
0: but it's expensive toilets
1: what if it was a lamborghini of the toilet world
0: i mean i don't know what that looks like but maybe it's like that that one um where was I? I? was at like a fancy party and they had like all the buttons. Bop, 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 bop. It's like at the Omni Hotel or whatever in Australia. Was yeah, that Australia. It's like the super. Or was that Amsterdam? I get those two confused, which I know sounds weird, but it was, it was Like back to back. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> I mean, it, it even has a little, a little hand comes up and it's got a, a face cloth, well, an ass cloth, and it just face cloth rubs your butt, Ooh. towels you down, shoe shines you.
0: Ooh <laughs> la la. Chic. Mm-hmm. Um, but our house was built in 1999, and the toilets. Or I I know they're not efficient, because they fill with water first and make you think it's going over, and then flushes. That is one of the, and the worst scares feelings. Me, when oh my You see my the God.
1: water getting up, 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 up. You're like, no, 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 no! I'm at someone else's house. No, 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 no! That's, and then whoosh! There's no better relief.
0: But also, you better know where that turn off valve is. It's behind the toilet, by the way. Just shut that shit down, literally.
1: They shouldn't put it down by the toilet though, because if it's overflowing, you don't want to be anywhere near that disaster zone. Don't let it zone. get to
0: that point. It should
1: be up here. You don't let it get on the to other that side point. Of the
0: room. Don't let it get to that point. Right when we first moved into the house, it was like the second day or whatever. I went to go pee in the morning and went to flush. Luckily, it wasn't even poop or anything. It was just toilet paper and pee, but it overflowed. Remember? And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I had to kill it shut the water off and then i would run because we legitimately had nothing yet nothing had been delivered i had to run down to like the walgreens or cvs or whatever the fuck and get like paper towels and like disinfectant and a plunger because we didn't even have our plunger yet because nothing had been delivered
1: Ugh, is there anything more disgusting than a plunger in a bathroom you gotta hide that we just put it i mean i always <sighs> what if mm-hmm. the invention is a plunger disguise see like a, you put like a, a thing we over have those it those all the time yeah. oh do they
0: And back in the day so this just shows maybe a how country i am or b how old i am but people had these like little um
1: macrame owls
0: yes macrame things that would go over toilet paper rolls and over the toilet the plunger i remember the kleenex
1: box one make it look worse sometimes it would be a macrame Mm -hmm. frog in the eyes you know
0: yeah what was why was everything knitted back then
1: Because it's... um,
0: Like we had Afghans, like big Afghans that were like the quintessential 70s colors. Brown, orange, yellow, green.
1: I think it's dope.
0: Well, now it'd be in again. Yeah. I told you, I sent my mom. I get on one King's Lane sometimes when I'm looking for like houseware stuff. They have really good sales, but their stuff can be like crazy expensive also. And my mom's dad was like... "Oh." Kind of a hoarder of sorts. He was like a big collector, but not in the way that like, oh, he collected antiques so his home was beautiful. No, his home was packed to the gills with like so much shit. And one thing I remember him having that I would like, I was so intrigued with as a kid was this glass bunch of grapes. Do you remember those? No. It was like a 70s thing along with like huge like could kill somebody uh, ashtrays.
1: Oh, I remember those. (laughs) I remember making one. Oh my God. Out of glass? No, it was... um, Oh, like woodworking shop or something? It wasn't wood because that... Well, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't work. work. No, it was like a ceramic or something like that. Um, And uh, we we made them in in art class.
0: Do you remember the beanbag bottom ones with the metal top? Mm -mm. You can tell everybody in my family smoked. So anyway...
1: Or the smoke eater that would sit next to the chair. Yeah, the thing would just (sighs) pull it in. You're like, that's that's good. I appreciate Mm
0: -hmm. that. I appreciate it very much. But so anyways, these glass grapes that my grandpa, my mom's father had... Like, green ones, brown, like, purple ones, all the, like, all over the house. They were going for $285 a bunch. What? And I was like, Mom, what did we do with those grapes? <laughs> she was like, I'm pretty sure we sold them in the estate sale for, like, $5. Dang it. American pickers, baby.
1: <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure is another person's eBay find. Right? You know, that's what I'm saying. I bet I could it. get
0: on eBay and get them for, like, 20 bucks. eBay, bay. eBay, bay. But I can't tell you that the grapes would not be maybe cracked or whatever, because, my grandpas were like, some were, you know, it's glass. His so balls were cracked. cracked. His balls were cracked. <laughs> so cracked. Um, So random things. Where yeah. was I? I? don't even know where I, oh, the toilets. <clears throat> so I don't know why everything was. If mac- this is your
1: first time here, the, the podcast was incorrectly named Opinions That Don't Matter. Mm-hmm. That should have been in parentheses after non sequitur. Yes. Non sequitur opinions that don't matter.
0: Flight of ideas, we could call it. Free like, thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just let your mind roam mm-hmm. or just surrender your mind to us and we'll take you on a journey.
0: Go, come on a journey with us. Yeah. But yeah, the macrame, I never liked, hated all that stuff. And I was like, how do you wash these things? I don't think you do.
1: It just didn't make sense because if you had a macrame blanket, mm-hmm. the loops were so big.
0: Oh, wait, the air goes the, right in.
1: Just goes right in. Right you can't through. hide a fart, you know? And <laughs> that the regular blanket, you just, you know. Just let it out go. little by little.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stupid dog keeps farting.
0: <laughs> my dad used to blame all his farts on the dog, but Corny did have stinky farts. In my dad's defense, right? But so did my dad. So <laughs> we'll never know who whose was whose. Oh God. That's anyway. you know,
1: it's a bad one because it scares you, or not it doesn't scare you, but it, you know, it grosses you out. You know, like, <laughs> if you you're like, this you smells know. like a wet boot in here. <laughs> okay, let's get off. Oh this my summer. God,
0: we were watching Rizzoli and Isles, which I've been revisiting lately, and. Uh, one of the guys is having trouble with like, he got a foot fungus from going to a get a pedicure. <clears throat> and so he gets this stuff to fix it, but I guess that stuff really smells terrible. And the guy said, it's like, what did he say? A wet dog and a fart had a baby? <laughs>
1: yeah. Something <laughs> like
0: that is so bad. But I was like, oh my God, that's such a descriptor.
1: No, like, no, 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 wait, don't don't stop listening to the podcast now. No,
0: no, thanks. It's, we'll, it's we'll come move, back, come back. We'll move away from the poo-poo talk into...
1: Oh, um. um I do have to make a public statement.
0: Mm. Oh, I had my other puppy parlance. Oh, go ahead.
1: Stay so, tuned though, because I have I have to make a, a statement. Okay. <clears throat> the people have spoken and, and I
0: continues I mean, he to make a retraction. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first she wounded me with the leash wrap around the leg scenario that I'm still healing from. Don't worry, I'm okay. Then we were going on a walk, and this isn't anything she's not wounding me. So don't worry. We're past that part. But it's early for me. So it's like eight AM and she has whined and she has wanted out. So, you know, Shauna is kind of usually like divvy up, like, Oh, you went out with her. I'll get up. Or if we're both getting up, it's like, whatever, whoever has clothes on fast enough. So <clears throat> I walk out with her and I always bring a treat because then she'll pee and poo quick. Cause then she wants the treat and we can go back inside. And I'm like, oh, now I can like get myself together. So I'm walking out and the most pregnant possum that I have ever seen. Also, uh, aren't possums nocturnal or some shit? I thought they were up at night. I do not recall seeing a possum during the day, except for this one. And maybe it's because she's pregnant. She's like, these fucking kids are kicking me in my tummy and I can't sleep. Mm. Anyway, she was up coming through. So we had this trench in our yard because of the fucking plumbing that's going in for the studio that will never get finished. And she was coming through that. And I was like, motherfucker. But Roxy went bonkers and wanted to kill it so bad. And scared me. So I locked up her leash or whatever. And I was like, oh. And so she's pulling on her harness like a maniac because she's a murderer, as she should be. But it's funny as a pet owner. Does anybody else do this? Where it goes through your head. You're like, do I let them kill it? And oh, I was yeah, like, no. They, the f- <laughs> well, they I was be- like, they could have disease. Yeah. They also have big, nasty teeth. They're yeah. kind of scary to look at. Also, possums are good. They eat like cockroaches and ticks Yep. and think we need them. Yeah. And she's about to have like five of them or whatever. I don't know if we need that many. I don't really want them under my deck, which I'm worried is what's happening in this very moment. Well, last time Roxy made a snack out of them. It was
1: armadillos. Oh yeah. Not a possum. That's right. It's a possum. What if we're going to have a possum armadillo? uh Ooh, a,
0: a, Over a, a blend? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe we're just known Possadilla. as the like baby making hospital. They're like, that's where you go is under that deck. armasum
1: Armassum? What would you call this hybrid animal? Like a mm. liger, you know?
0: I would call it an uh, awesome dilla. Awesome dilla. Because that just sounds fun. But anyway, she scared it, obviously. And it's super pregnant. Like, it's like waddling. Oh. And I was like, homegirl's not getting away. She's two preggers at this point. Runs into our bush, which barely supports her weight. And Roxy is like, le- like, ugh, like lunging on her leash like a maniac. And I've thought, you know, D- what do I do? And then I'm like, I don't want, first of all, she won't fully kill it. She just like gets a hold of them. Also, that thing's like big now. It's like pretty big. So anyway, I pulled her along. She would not lament like she wouldn't let up. I had to take her all the way around the block, like go down until she couldn't see it anymore. And then even when we came back, she still ran for that bush. She was like, That motherfucker's still there. And it was. And I was like, We are not going by that bush. We are going inside.
1: Hopefully she scared <laughs> it so that it goes down the street towards the That's what parks. I was hoping where
0: it's like, this place isn't safe. Right. Cause again, don't here. want possum babies here. No. But so that happened. And then flash forward, we go to Houston for the weekend to support my friend Um Adam, who does this really cool thing where he teaches kids who oh, are
1: wait. Yes. I just uh I have a note okay. for you from mm-hmm. somebody, No, I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. just along the lines of pregnancy mm-hmm. and puppy parlance. Yes. So, and, and we'll jump right back in it because I want to go you're where fine. you're going. Um, I saw
0: mm-hmm.
1: quite possibly
0: Quite possibly.
1: <gasps> <laughs> I'll be
0: here all night, folks.
1: Check this out, Katie.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm checking it out.
1: A great Dane, mm-hmm. which I love, by the way. Love those. One of my favorite dogs.
0: We really want to do. Don't let the word
1: get out. She's so short, but I, you, know, you always want what you can't have. And I want a dog that's this tall. We also huh?
0: want a dog that lives a long time, too. And unfortunately, yeah. they don't.
1: Well, speaking of the birth and death yes. cycle, this great Dane gave birth to 21 puppies.
0: 21? That's got to be a world record.
1: In 27 hours. Look at oh. this diggity dog. Oh,
0: wow. But 21 puppies. Twi- how, how is she going to feed that? Holy. They've got well, a supplement Well, with or their something. giant teats. Well, she only has like, what, six or nine or something?
1: Uh, oh, that's a good point, yeah. You know, they gotta I mean, take they got to go in
0: shifts. Yeah. That's a lot for her. I bet wow. you a
1: great dane puppy is about the same size as Roxy.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? No, they're so cute. Yeah. Have you seen them and their big old paws? She
1: lost two of them. Two of them didn't make it. <laughs> no, but, but still, um, that's
0: crazy. 19. 21, though. Or no,
1: 19 made it. No, but two. 21 puppies. Yeah, the lady said, I was sitting there, you know, she, she had you the dog on the blanket it. and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and then... <laughs> Another one popped out and then 30 minutes later, another. Like they just kept going. Yeah. It was like a
0: little puppy factory, a puppy mill. That's yeah. crazy. I know. I usually don't, they have like litters of like four or six or something.
1: Yeah. I think, <laughs> uh, great Dane, maybe up to nine. That's it's a bigger wild. dog. can carry more. I don't know. I don't know
0: how she did that. Very wow. cool. Anyways, that. that's a cool puppy parlance.
1: I was excited when
0: mm-hmm. I saw that. And they the bigger, so the cute. dog,
1: the bigger, the litter.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Okay. Back to your story.
0: Um, Oh, yeah. Well, and we met some really big Great Danes. We talked about it in Georgetown. We went up there, and this guy had him sitting on his lap, but his feet were on the ground. That's how tall that, that member that Great Dane was? A beautiful dog. Anyway, we looked online at the rescues, and there weren't any Great Danes that we saw. Hmm. Tons of Pyrenees. People here love their Pyrenees.
1: Which is basically a, a shaggy Great Dane. They're pretty Yeah, big. they
0: are pretty big. We have one just down the street that comes and visits. Um, okay, so anyways, so possum that I saw that was super pregnant. Then last weekend, we drove out to Houston because our friend Adam does this really cool thing where he teaches kitchen skills to refugees or new immigrants to the area out of Houston.
1: So he's a traditionally (laughs) or a classically trained chef Mm -hmm. who. um, Specializes in pizza and pasta. So like
0: my girlfriend Lauren got like a really killer deal on that marriage.
1: But he's a high end chef. (laughs) The guy has skills. Like I, I cook macaroni and cheese. And he does. You, you know,
0: made us peas and ham and linguini last. The San Remo. Night. The San Remo. Sean has skills,
1: but not like Adam this.
0: has. Yeah, yeah, more skills.
1: He's amazing, um, and it's interesting because he was presented with an opportunity through uh, one of his friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She had a vision,
0: mm-hmm. Meredith.
1: Yes, um, her vision was to build a community center, mm-hmm. and you never know the power of like. I love Power this story the sh- the mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was able to, you know, uh, trans go from one idea into the actual materializing of a community center and the, yeah. it broke ground. And it's
0: coming together. It's really cool. So anyway, he does this program and they teach refugees mainly, I think, right now, but also new immigrants, these skills. And so we went out for a fundraiser for that. It's called the PX Project. You can look it up. We got to buy tickets to a dinner and then the students get to actually be in a kitchen where people are being served because they usually just do what's called like family dinners and stuff where they make it and then they sit down and eat it and like talk about it and everything but this was for you know it was like in one of the most popular restaurants right now called theodore rex anyway we had such a good time
1: so they train these people it's and it's not just uh, immigrants although that is part of it mm-hmm. um i think they're also uh, under uh underprivileged people as well that are, are struggling people who oh, are yeah. kind of have fallen through the the cracks uh mm-hmm. they give them life skills in terms of mm-hmm. here's here's a working set of skills that you can take into and work in a restaurant immediately mm-hmm. so after they graduate it's 12 weeks you can get in you know hired and because of his network mm-hmm. um because he's a professional chef in sh- in Houston or previously was on the restaurant scene, He knows mm-hmm. everybody. I know and it's so, really fun
0: to go out with them because people always send over yummy goody things for you.
1: Right. And so, you know, <laughs> they've got this network and and their, mm-hmm. their, their hope is to bring it up. I think the, the, they're going to do 10 people. Per yeah. They wanted cohort. to do like
0: 20 or 30, but they realized very quickly that that was too many to give them like the one-on-one attention, but they're also going to offer mental health services and other health services down That's the road.
1: The crazy part. I thought they were just learning a job mm-hmm. skill and they were building a small kitchen office there'll be
0: like a cafe you can go to if you're in the houston area keep an eye on this
1: Healthcare, mental health Mm -hmm. uh financial literacy Mm -hmm. which i was i was half joking i was
0: like sign me up i want to learn that i want to be a chef i I was going to disguise myself and be like hello (laughs) hello um but anyway so we go out for that amazing loved it had a great time and then one of the nights actually it was that night after the dinner so it was on sunday so on sunday evening we went out to this local like bar i forget what it was even called But the guy in the back was holding a baby possum, like a tiny baby possum, like probably the size, like, I don't know, three inches long, not including the tail. It was tiny, Mm. just a little baby. Cute. It was super cute. And my friend Lauren was immediately disgusted and was like, absolutely fucking not.
1: Oh, yeah. What did she say? Don't touch the free popcorn. I saw him touching it.
0: Well, he had the possum. I don't know if they found it somewhere. I don't know what the story was. He essentially just walked through the bar with it really quickly. And who knows what had happened. Um, and then later, like an hour later, he was like cleaning out the popcorn machine. And Lauren was like, nobody touches the popcorn. Possum man was in there, <laughs> which is fair. But it was just crazy because I just saw. It must just be the time. I think it's springtime, right? So what is a possum? Everything's having babies. It's actually a marsupial. Is they it? They put them in their little pouch. of like a pooch? hmm That's cool. I looked it up back Sharp in the day. Teeth. Because they're one of the only creatures that eats ticks. And they're like, we really need possums.
1: And chickens. Chickens eat ticks. That's why they're good to have around.
0: An opossum. Um, a tree-dwelling Australian marsupial that typically has a prehensile tail. A prehensile tail. Four families, especially. Oh, it's getting your species and stuff. Oh, playing possum. It's when you pretend to be a sleeper unconscious when threatened.
1: I play possum all the time.
0: we I saw an opossum play possum. Mm. It's a lot of possum. When it was running across our fence when we first moved into rocks, he was like chasing it. It like froze. for, And I was like, buddy, I'm helping you out. Like I was holding her back. I was like, run for your life. And it was like, "Yeah." it just didn't freeze. It like, didn't move. It just froze him. And then, I don't know, like a minute, which doesn't feel like a long time, but it was a long time. It finally was like, and then it ran away. And I was like, cool, dude. Just get out of that fight, flight, freeze response. But man, they could be cuter, I tell you. They look really gross.
1: Yeah. but Go through a lot of floss and a lot of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of teeth.
0: Yeah. So opossums are members of the marsupial order. And then it gives a name I cannot pronounce, the didafolimorphia, endemic to the Americas. The largest of the marsupials in the Western Hemisphere comprises of 93 species and 18 genera. They can run up to four miles per hour. Pretty
1: well, good for a possum.
0: That's pretty. They life they live one to two years. That's their life expectancy.
1: Unless there's a dog around.
0: And then cut short.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nature is metal.
0: But yeah, it's it's crazy. You can see this poor mamacita holding all of her possums.
1: They ride around like that. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's not a bad some way. Some will
0: be act. in her pouch. Some on her back. I've seen them doing this, and the the fact that they even balance with all that, they're the children legitimately like weighing them down. Crazy.
1: Hmm.
0: Anyway, that is what a possum is.
1: Okay, well, let's get on to my... So they're dri- typically
0: non-aggressive. I've actually never seen them really be aggressive, Mm-mm. other than do like like a hiss.
1: Yeah, show your their teeth mm-hmm. and then run away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm going to get into my public statement, yes. which is okay. a retraction. I feel awful about it, mainly because I have to admit I was wrong.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, <clears throat> here we are. Yes. Dear Pat Sajak of Wheel of Fortune... And other things. Mm. Um, on a previous episode of Opinions That Don't Matter, I said some things that were factually incorrect.
0: He didn't put that guy in a show call?
1: I want to offer my deepest apologies and sincere regret. Crossing my toes. Um, I'm
0: crossing my toes.
1: Please find it in your heart. to Forgive me, you are forever in my heart, and I wish nothing but the best for you and, and Vanna. Um, basically, Fox News... So it's not really my fault. It's I, I scroll through the news mm-hmm. and I did not realize it was Fox News, which should be renamed false news. Mm. Fox News headline maligned the bela- uh, beloved game show host, Pat Sajak. And I got the story completely wrong. But they they said that Pat Sajak attacked a man. But what happened? He was joking around because the guy who said he was, it was a, wrestler. a wrestler
0: and he's like, yeah, so
1: Pat Sajak he almost gave him a noogie, he got him in a headlock and was like, ah, good job on on winning. Uh
0: huh. So can funny. Him. So but
1: funny. For Fox News to do the yeah to, to like malign and I thought it was real. Man, sure. clickbait. Man, Maybe I really. get caught up in this news stuff too much. Yeah, it says wheel of fortune host Pat Sajak tackles contestant in bizarre moment that has fans puzzled. Yeah. Well, I went to you know do some mm-hmm. research because thank you, by the way, for everyone who checked me in the uh, comments check
0: those comments and said, facts.
1: Sean, come on, Pat Sajak, he's not that kind of guy. And I said, No, it was in the news. It was. They said you should apologize because Pat Sajak has been known to drop into our comment section every once in a while. He has not. Yeah, yeah, he hangs out. He's, he's he watches our show.
0: Uh huh. Hmm.
1: Katie, mm-hmm. would I make something up like yes, Fox you News? Would.
0: You totally would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I feel bad because That's very I very on brand for you.
1: <laughs> I totally fell for it, and then when I went back and looked at the article, and this is me being serious now. Yeah. I looked at, and sure enough, it was you know.
0: This That's the thing about news now.
1: They're not going to run a retraction themselves.
0: No. And, it, and it, retractions never get as many clicks as the actual thing anyway. So retractions are stupid. But point. I do think that people, the thing that sucks about news is that they have to compete for clicks and stuff in order to get ad dollars so that they right. can continue to be part of me wonders. I mean, this will get all fucked. So probably not, but like it should be like subsidized in some way. I know. Uh, I know because
1: if you subsidize the news, mm-hmm. then um, you end up getting a pervert. Someone else is in control, right? But it's already like- so
0: fucked anyway. Like I never trust any of the news. We watch, you know, like Fox, CNN, MSNBC, BBC America. And I'm like, you all are liars. Mm-hmm. I don't trust any of it. I think BBC America is probably like the the most broad. Like at least then I'm like, oh, like I was learning that Italy right now is banning um, lab Spaghetti. made. Spaghetti. <clears throat> absolutely not banning lab made meats because they believe it will encroach on what did they call it it was like heri- heritage foods or something and they were like we don't want any of that processed shit in our country
1: yeah i don't i also don't trust <clears throat> lab grown uh no, protein
0: i i I know people do it because they're trying to get whatever's when they don't eat meat or don't, you know, they're vegan or vegetarian or whatever the fuck. But when you look at how processed that stuff is, you legitimately should not put that yeah. in your body.
1: The less it comes from a factory, I think the better off yeah, you are the less, for longevity. The,
0: the few, the the I guess the least amount of hands that have been in your food before you put it in your mouth, the better.
1: That's a really good thing. I don't want anyone's hands. In my <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Germaphobe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. speaking of food. Yes. Okay, so we're good. We have moved not, on. him. You're not. Uh, we're, I, you think, I'm, all, I'm all out of my stories. Do you story think Pat's so going to be okay with me?
0: I think I think he'll come back around. What I think Vana? he's probably he's probably mad at Fox. They're probably mad at Fox, not you.
1: That's true. We're almost as powerful as Fox News. <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. Almost. Um, so okay. Okay. So uh, speaking of food, yes. There's a new movie coming out: mm-hmm. Shawshank Two, Moons Over Miami.
0: Oh, <gasps> from Danny's.
1: Yeah. Denny's has the best. Uh, no, I hop uh, Wounds of My Hand. No. No? Oh. Well, I screwed this one up, guys. Uh, no, but did you hear about the inmates that dug out of jail with
0: toothbrushes? Like the Shawshank Redemption? That was... Did anybody watch Shawshank Redemption? If you haven't, and you're like, when did that come out? Probably before you were born. But it's an amazing film where they, they dig their way out of jail. And the way they get rid of all the rubble is they put it in their pants, the little... Uh, what it, a cuff at the bottom, and they like shake it out on the yard.
1: You know that where that comes from. Beautiful. Well, um, I love a
0: good escape story. Or like yeah, the a good Great Escape. And,
1: oh. They did that in that movie as well. The the prisoners were mm. trying to get out of the Nazi uh, camp, mm. and they had it. Or was it Nazi? Yeah, and they had uh, in their pockets, and they they just buy this little thing, p- and then they would pull a string in their mm. pocket, and it would open up the pouch, and then they'd sprinkle the dirt into the dirt outside.
0: Oh, that's so smart.
1: Yeah. Okay, so hey, these guys times. dig their way out. See, this is the hole. I know. I
0: wondered what that was. That's when you said food, south. I was like, was it? Is it a cheese ball? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right? it's a hole in a wall, Katie. A
1: hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And they were captured shortly thereafter having breakfast at IHOP.
0: <laughs> hey, just the simple things.
1: Hey, man, you spend all that time escaping the prison. What were prison
0: you... did they escape from?
1: Uh, Well, I'll have to look it up. Give me a second here.
0: Dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 so they
0: were dun, dun, probably dun, getting the, you know. Dun. A fluffy do do do. pancake on with like the blueberry or blackberry syrup.
1: Mm-hmm. The two men fled from a jail annex in Newport News. I don't know where that is, but Newport News, Rhode Island, maybe
0: it's got to be East Coast. But let me look, I'll find that out. You continue.
1: Newport News jail annex, according to the sheriff's office in the Tidewater area city, Virginia. Okay, Virginia. Well, these virgins escaped, uh, Virginians, excuse me, escaped. <laughs> Rhymes
0: with Regina. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, so
1: they, they led authorities to the IHOP in Hampton, neighboring city. It was unclear whether the inmates were attempting to dine in jail garb.
0: Yeah, like that's the thing is how do they know they were on the news, I'd assume. And they're like, if you see these men. Right. You think you'd immediately, if I was going to get out of jail, first of all, you'd immediately ditch your clothes. Mm-hmm. Like if you could scrounge up any monies from the commissary or wherever the fuck they keep your monies, run to your nearest goodwill, get yourself like some Levi's and a t-shirt and then dye your hair <laughs> and cut it in my case.
1: Yeah. What would I do? Get a wig
0: and get a wig oh, yeah, okay. and you have to shave your face.
1: You shave your face
0: immediately. <laughs> or I could get a wig too, but all at goodwill or whatever. Cause I'm sure you're on a budget. And then you, I guess, what's we'll our walking hitchhike? I don't right. know. Go so- to IHOP is what they thought. And that was not the right idea. Yeah, you gotta play cool. Play cool. Play cool. Play cool. Oh, uh, a
1: little update on CBD. At least
0: take it to go. Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, as I've talked about in previous episodes, I mm-hmm. use CBD. Yes. Over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, or actually not over the weekend, over the last week, okay. I had run out of CBD. I didn't have any more the from pure spectrum. The people who have been. Oh,
0: okay. I was like, I thought we were using it when we were in Houston, but I guess it wasn't that. No, no, mm-hmm.
1: no. no. Uh, the the droppers, mm-hmm. you know, um, liquid CBD. Mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory properties. I was wondering why my feet hurt. And again, it's because I had stopped taking the CBD. Yeah. So then I jumped online and I contacted this company, pure spectrum.com.
0: And you can get it in the link. Don't we have a link?
1: Yeah. I've got an affiliate link and I'm yep. bringing it up because I actually really believe in this stuff.
0: And they don't pay us by the way.
1: No. Well, they, they, they send me product. They pay
0: us in cannabinoid oil.
1: Yep. So <laughs> this is the latest one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pure spectrum, black label twenty five hundred milligrams
0: that's pretty amazing though
1: it is it, it comes in nice packaging but anyways mm-hmm. um we're a
0: sucker for good packaging
1: it's thc free black it's, label uh third party tested it's like johnny walker black but in the it's cannabis a, world right that's that's it mm-hmm. um anyways i i'm just i'm surprised that this stuff works as well as it does and it and really not does aspirin um that's bad for you
0: when i had yeah no, aspirin's actually really bad i learned um Remember my, my back? We're getting old. My neck, my back, everything hurts. Um, My uh, SI joint and- The my, C joint? Uh, C. Yes, yes. C, yes. It's called, yes, it hurts. It's a sacroiliac joint is killing, but it's actually so much better now. It's way more manageable. It's still there, but I suspect my, um, my chair in my office, I got to get like a little lumbar thing to add in I suspect
1: in there. my chair in the office with a candlestick.
0: In the conservatory. No, was um, in the office. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I already gave that away. Anyway, and, but when I took that, it made that go away, like down from like a 10 to like a four, which was like praise be to whoever. But I had a weird thing. I don't know if I even told you guys. Remember that episode a couple of weeks ago where I had to breathe by like lifting my arm? I never followed up with them. They never knew. So that was real rough for me because I couldn't even take a deep breath <laughs> like for like two days. And there's sleeping. nothing
1: worse than. Than than pain, trying to sleep. I mean.
0: That's why when people talk about having chronic pain or having a chronic illness, I think those of us who don't live with that, forget those moments that were so bad. And like, imagine if that was your everyday. Right. So anyway, I was in so much pain and I was about to fly home for the weekend to go uh, see my family. And I wanted to get into my grandma and papa's house. That didn't happen, but see my cousins and stuff. So I was like, I cannot be on a plane for like four hours with like this. And so I was like, I'm just going to try to go to the chiropractor. So I swung into our chiropractor, luckily because it was raining, like nobody was out. And so I didn't have to wait at all. He's like, I'm free. I have time. He was like, spent extra time with me. He's like, what it sounds like is that one of your ribs is, is misaligned. And I was like, come again. He was like, yeah, one of your ribs is misaligned. I was like, in my head, I was like, that sounds like bullshit but do whatever, I don't even care. If it was like a seance that needed to happen to make it go, I'd be like, whatever, call whoever, do whatever, make it better. And he was like, this is going to be a little tender. And he put one of those like, like a half circle kind of around the plastic little things that he uses. Has he ever used those on you? No. No. Some have like knobs on them to like push into like massage and also like jam something into place. This one was just a smooth half circle and he puts it under my back. He's like, it's going to be a little tender here. And he, he's like, and you're going to lean back. And I want you to breathe out. And he leaned on me, pushing on my shoulder. And if it didn't go, and then the pain immediately away. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the actual fuck is this? What? And I said, well, how, why did this happen? He goes, you know, it happens. You probably sleep, slept a little weird because I woke up with it. I, he has, he's like, when did it start? And I was like, oh, I woke up with it.
1: I woke up like I this. I woke up like this.
0: But unlike Beyonce, I was like, Meh. I woke up like this. I can't breathe. And he said that ribs can kind of come in and out of alignment because everything's so connected. So that was his, because I said, well, what do I do? He's like, have you been doing your neck stretches? And I was like, no. And he was like, he goes, I don't know this because we'd have to, you know, do spend more time, do x-rays, check before and afters, all this. He's like, "We have to figure this out for sure. he's like, I suspect that your neck muscles are so tight between your shoulder blades running up to your neck that it has pulled that out. And so he said, if it starts to come back, you need to do your neck stretches. And I was like, well, which ones are best? Because there's like five that they gave me. And he was like, you know, tilting your, your chin down towards your armpit, kind of on the opposite side and kind of running in circles. Anyway, so he told me the things to do and it pushed out again, like about a week later, it started to hurt again. And I did the neck stretches and it went away.
1: Well, next time, give this a a whirl. I mean, maybe that'll help you.
0: I mean, you can help too, but if it's out and it's pulling, it's pulling and I should probably do yeah, stretches. Yeah, yeah. That sounds more this severe This would like more. decrease inflammation, maybe calm it a little bit, but then I should still do my stretches. Yep. 100%. Do always do your stretches is the mod. That's, that's what I hope that you learn from today's episode. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I can breathe now.
1: I'm glad that cause you were in a lot of pain.
0: That was horrible. Yeah. Every time i try a deep, like a deep breath, I'd be like, yeah, like someone's stabbing me.
1: No one wants that. Terrible. Terrible kinky person to not kinky but like have no. a, a weird, a weird hang-up to you know want someone to.
0: i guess yeah because that was terribly
1: yeah no bueno okay well just to be clear uh the pure spectrum this is the black label mm-hmm. um 2500 milligram uh i it is sponsored so they're not paying me but
0: but they pay us in the goods yeah
1: they so just we do a swippity swap if you're interested take a look in the description there are uh, there's a link there and you get a, oh, there's a 15% discount. So awesome. check it out. Uh, it works I for know me. Some of
0: some of you have, some people have purchased. Oh, them.
1: that's right. Um, for some reason, mm-hmm. someone was watching an old video and, mm-hmm. uh, ended up taking a look and there was like, they, they bought a bunch of it. So thank you for doing that. And yeah, let us know what you think. I, that's the next thing is I would like mm-hmm. to hear what you think about it. Um, cause it, it take it, one it to two
0: servings daily. Speaking of
1: free things we were at a video conference This is
0: forever ago why is this still in a package
1: well because i I don't wear mascara but um there there was a free thing
0: but it's not all mascara
1: well so what i'm holding in my hands for those who are just listening is a um some grande
0: lash brand
1: yes and this is called the lash luggage Mm -hmm. and it's a 69 dollar uh product but a hundred dollar value the sticker says that so I saw it and immediately I was like, oh, it has a cash value. So, and it was free for people attending the conference. So mm-hmm. I took like 20. No, I just no. took one. I was like, I'm going to, I don't know why I want it, but I'm like, because someone it, could use it.
0: No, because it has the stuff to help you grow your eyebrows back.
1: I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was oh. just free mascara. And I was like, oh, I'll give it to one of my ladies, you know?
0: Who like, are your ladies? I'll kill them.
1: You and my sister. It was like
0: Kim. You know? I thought it was probably Kim. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, some, Someone gets this for, for their birthday. You're like, Sean, I, I know you got it for you free. Already I already talked
0: about this on the podcast.
1: Right. So uh, Lash Luggage, it's $69 value uh, or $100 value at $69. And I was like, oh, interesting. This is not sponsored, but it has a medication in there to make mm-hmm. your, your and eyelashes. And it really cool. works. I've used it. Right. So I'd like you to, on air today, apply some to my eyebrow because I saw a photo of me. This weekend. So we went to that thing in Houston. I was like, what a great photo. We did a selfie. Everyone looks great in the photo, except for me. I look like powder, you know, mm-hmm. the, from the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I just, the flash made me look like it blew me out oh, and I really? had no eyebrows. So if you could. Of course. Can you make me beautiful with this stuff?
0: I, I'll do my best. Um, this isn't the one that's for the brow, which the brow one comes with like a, a brush, like a, to brush it in a little bit more, but uh-huh. I, I can, this will still work. It's essentially, you know, that like little spindle that people use right. to, I don't know, comb out eyebrows or eyelashes.
1: So this grew eyelashes Ooh. for you?
0: Yes. Huh. We have to use it regularly.
1: Okay. How often do you think I should use this? Every night. Oh, geez. Is it colored? No. Wow. Am I beautiful? You're beautiful. Nice. Fill You're it in.
0: You're beautiful. Use, Whatever
1: that's... You know my motto, use more. More is you know, more.
0: Just... Hey, I'm doing my best dudes
1: can you give me a mustache for that too
0: <laughs> you, already my have. you already have a mustache
1: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: I could put it in your little alopecia spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Oh, you know what? We should do a control. We should put some on my ear too, like ear hair one.
0: It doesn't cause hair to grow where no hair follicles exist. Oh, Okay. It's not like you could dunk your body in and become like, you want to put you know, some
1: mascara on me too while we're at it? Get uh, get the full look? <laughs> mm-hmm. I noticed someone on the news the other day wears eyeliner.
0: Of course. Sometimes it's weird. If you, okay, you guys remember how I used to have to go on? Thank you, by the way. To, of course, you're very welcome. Um, remember how I used to go on KTLA sometimes? Don't tell sometimes anyone I'm and, doing this. And even on Dr. Phil recently. Yeah. They, people on television wear so much makeup. Like crazy amounts. And when you're there, you also... Are like pasty face McGee. They put on so much makeup and like layers and layers and layers because you're there waiting and they keep doing touch ups and like spraying you with like this foundation y stuff. Like, and you just have to take it. It's crazy. Dudes, ladies, everybody. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, sometimes they have eyeliner on. You know? Maybe because it looked like they had no eyes. We know, you know, film does weird things to you.
1: Yeah. I'd just take it too far. If I got into wearing eyeliner, you know, like if I was goth. Golf i would uh, golf the balls. i would probably end up looking like cleopatra within a week you know <laughs> you've gone too far Sharon just
0: takes it all <laughs> the way um my only just to finish my only recommendation maybe he hasn't used grande lash don't use a ton of it because if it gets into your eyes it's it hurts oh it can irritate them you don't okay. want it in your eyeballs obviously
1: so um i'm i'm going to be diligent about this okay. if you'll remind me i'll try let let the camera zoom in on my bed. eyebrows. You
0: don't always go to bed when I go to bed. Like last night you fell asleep on the couch and I had to come out and rescue you.
1: How long until this? Um so like
0: two or three weeks. Really? See. That quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: All right. You heard it here. So in uh by episode one fifty five, let's say. I we'll should get do you a... some
0: spindles though, so you can put it in there and like comb it through your brow.
1: What is a spindle, Katie?
0: It's like what's on the mascara, a brush. Uh, like a mascara wand is right. like a spindle.
1: Huh. This is fascinating.
0: I like how we've had this at the house for how long? Can you put it long? on my head as well? And no, no. No? It doesn't. It's It'd be out. That's It's like a quarter of an ounce. Um, Powerful serum. It's just not meant for large areas like that. But we've had this at the house for like a year. I know, but. Well, not a year. I guess September.
1: I was, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I saw that photo of myself and I was like, man, everyone looks so good, but I don't have no eyebrows.
0: <laughs> you look fine
1: Not in the photo no, The photo oh, was a bad photo i
0: have to see it I haven't yeah, seen it It was kind of I haven't seen you looking casper at all
1: Yeah, it was very embarrassing well, I mean, not embarrassing I really don't care Obviously Well,
0: obviously you do Because I just put some stuff In your eyebrows I'm Everybody curious that wants it works. to look nicer That's yeah. fair
1: Oh, that, that beauty filter On TikTok I tell you what I look great <laughs> I'm like, why can't I look Bold, Like that all the glam. time? Bold, Bold glam Bold glam It looks good
0: I actually don't really like The way I look Because it's like way too I'm just not a done up lady. I don't really like a lot of makeup. And even though it makes me look nice, I look very done up,
1: mm.
0: you know, like I'll get like the full glam every so often. Like Patrick started it um, for me when we went to LA and we have to release that video soon. But anyway, I like it in the process, but it's just not who I am on the rig. So like to see that I'm like, yeah, but no, no, I'm not no. interested.
1: You know, it would be a good, um, Oh, maybe I could do this hmm. to make a lot of money. Okay. I make a, a filter for TikTok.
0: I don't think that makes a lot of money. I think they make them in-house.
1: Mm.
0: Speaking of million-dollar ideas. What if it
1: was the Farmer Tan one, though? Mm. Wouldn't that be good? Yes. Or Call the it. Steve Jobs. It just puts a turtleneck on you. That's your filter.
0: It takes your hair away and puts a turtleneck on you? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um. So I have a million-dollar idea, and I want somebody to make it because I hate this.
1: Also, if you out there in the audience have a million-dollar idea, mm. send it in. Oh. We'll look, evaluate it. And maybe we'll go partners. Send
0: them into otdmpod at gmail.com.
1: What's your million dollar idea?
0: Give it to us. Um, Okay. So when you drive a car as a lady or a man who has a ponytail, it's the worst because a headrest just like pushes your head forward.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I'm following you.
0: So I believe all headrests should kind of have like a ponytail area.
1: An adapter. A hole.
0: No, it has to be a hole. Like your headrest should be like a U shape. Not a pad, okay. Not yeah. a solid pad, yeah. I need a a divot in the middle so that my pony can go in there.
1: I think that this is a great idea, yeah. You I could would sell like, a replacement headrests,
0: I would pay like 40 bucks for that.
1: This is actually a really good idea. Yeah. We should, um, we should prototype this.
0: I I don't know how to do that, but sure.
1: Well, uh, you those metal I'm gonna take tick-y a saw and I'm gonna cut tick-y's. a hole in our
0: headrest. <sighs> uh, no, don't do that. The metal things that have a little ticky ticky, so it goes down and up at whatever level with the button. No, the button's on the base. So just be that. And then it's just a tufted top, a leather sewn tufted top. I actually think
1: this is a great idea. Not because I have a ponytail, but people like Steven Seagal and yourself.
0: You Everybody.
1: Know? So many people. Yeah. Do you think if two ponies are talking, that they're telling ponytails?
0: Oh. <laughs> but um, I was like, where is he going with this?
1: Okay, let's get into the letters. Okay, but I really like your idea. Oh, okay. maybe we should ditch this podcast and not start, the whole thing, just this episode or this part of, part of it, and,
0: and start um, making it.
1: Yeah. Oh, one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two types of people in the world. Yes. That we discovered this weekend. There is people who oh. like jiggly bacon and people who like bacon cooked properly.
0: Hey, don't judge Adam. <laughs> so we went out to breakfast at the Avalon Diner, which is like we always end up there at least once when we're in Houston. It's just the old haunt. Highly recommend. Anyway, Sean and I both like our bacon almost burnt, like crispy.
1: Yeah. It's got to be like really crunchy, like bacon bits. mm
0: -hmm. Yes. and in a big strip of it. Now, I thought everybody liked their bacon that way, or at least close to that. Well, when we were there, because Lauren and I both got bacon and some of the ends of them weren't quite fully cooked, like, or they're cooked, but uh, they weren't crunchy. They were like jiggly a little. And I I was just eating mine fine, whatever. But she wanted some of Adam's sausage. And he was like, well, I'll take some of that. Like the the loose, the flaccid bacon, as you may. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, (laughs) we had such a giggle. I was shocked though, because because, I've
1: never seen anybody
0: want that. That's the best part is that he said, Adam says to us, no, I actually like the bacon that way. Or Lauren's like, yeah, he likes it, not crispy. And Sean goes, I've never met one of you before.
1: <laughs> 48 years old, never met one of you before.
0: I never met one of you before. And obviously Adam laughed or whatever. And then later we were driving home because we left from there to go um, come back home and pick up our girl. And he was like, our ba- our new band name is going to be Flaccid Bacon. Oh. And I was like, and our tagline is, when they go hard, we go soft. <laughs> We giggled about that for a long time. Yeah. And so many. And we also told him about <laughs> uh, about Sean's oopsie with the uh, construction worker when he came to the house. And he's Sean wanted to say, um, me amo Sean, what's your name? Like, como te llamas? But instead, Sean said, me Sean, te amo?
1: And the guy looked at me and was like, what?
0: I'm just like, I'm Sean, I love you.
1: <laughs> but I repeated it like five times.
0: Because you're like, what's your what's name? Your name? <laughs>
1: me amo Sean, te amo? It's just so funny. Yeah.
0: And then Adam, who speaks Spanish as, as well, way better than I do, by the way. I'm not even putting myself in that class. But he he was like, both him and I agree. We didn't realize how close, like, amo sounds to yama like, como te llamas, amo. It, they're like, they do sound pretty similar, like, te amo, como te llamas. It's so close. Anyway, so we get it.
1: I'm so bad at speaking Spanish.
0: It's okay. You're really good at your French, so.
1: <laughs> well, that's debatable.
0: And I... Don't speak it at all, obviously. Yeah, that's
1: why you're the second best French
0: speaker. <laughs> Arrivederci. <in the> <laughs> I don't speak Italian. Okay. All
1: right. Well, that's letter our shenanigans. Time. That's what we've been up to. And now that you're all caught up, let's jump into letters and catch up with you.
0: What's happening? What's happening, peoples? All right. First letter, I'm already excited. It says greetings from Israel and questions about names. Shalom. Shalom says hi Katie and Sean I recently discovered your OTDM on YouTube and I find it fascinating I am an Israeli observant orthodox Jew Oh cool <gasps> I love this There's a woman
1: Listen that last segment was not for you you sh- you know What do you mean The pork we were talking pork oh.
0: baby. ba yeah. Um I there's a woman I just found on TikTok about like maybe 2 or 3 weeks ago at this point but I followed her because she is a observant Orthodox Jew, and she explains things. Cool. So she was talking, because remember um, Ari Shafir has his his special? Yeah. Some of his stuff is more comedy-based, not completely factual. And she was explaining, I forget the word for it, because it's a very complicated word, but the reason that women, when they're on their period, don't sleep in the same bed as their husband, and they're not supposed to touch them, essentially. And it's because it could it's anything to do with loss of life. Oh. And because a period means that an egg is being released, like it's gone, oh. that in their belief system, that means it's a loss of life and you're supposed to like let that happen and she's supposed to do, it has nothing to do with like being dirty or anything like that. It's more like we have to observe the fact that a life was lost. Fair enough. And so until there's no bleeding for five days, then, you know, then she has to go and do like a bath, a ritual bath and then. It's like they've observed the fact that a life was, long. and I was like, oh, fascinating. God. I had no idea, yeah. And she was so funny. This woman on TikTok was like, "I actually prefer to sleep in my own bed." So like, since we do this anyway, like sometimes I'll just like stay a few extra. Ah, I'm
1: still on my period, I guess. <laughs> just stay in the right? other room. Oh my god! Such <laughs> it's been seven years, Stacy. <laughs> ah, I know you're you lying. Should see a
0: doctor. Ah.
1: <laughs> I'm so anemic.
0: <laughs> okay, so. I'm an Israeli, observant, Orthodox Jew, mother of seven, grandmother, and special ed teacher. Wow, amazing.
1: Grandmother of seven?
0: No, mother of seven. Okay. Grandmother. So her kids have had kids, at least one of them, and special ed teacher. All right. She does a lot for everybody, I would assume. My lifestyle is so different from yours. Supposedly, we have nothing in common. But when I listen to you, it seems like there is so much more in common than not. I think that's the truth around the world. I think a lot of times, especially with the news and things, they try to make us feel like we're so different, Mm -hmm. but we're very similar. Yep. You know, we're all humans doing our best, trying to live our best life in whatever form that is, right? Okay. Something about basic human nature that is stronger than culture, religion, or even nationality. I really appreciate your respect for others and your openness to new and different thoughts and opinions. Oh, that's sweet.
1: You know what? Secretly, I always, uh, I I wouldn't mind being a Jew because-
0: (laughs) such a strange thing no
1: i i like i really like the culture so you wish i
0: was and you could have converted for me
1: oh i totally would have converted for you Mm -hmm. right away i I would have converted for you would you yeah that's cool i was it's not too late maybe i was also
0: super twitter i was so excited with you Uh, i would have been like yes
1: but i i love the food first of all oh like
0: hells to the yeah
1: absolutely love it Uh um and in fact, I was born in the uh, Montreal Jewish General Hospital. That's a Oh yeah. Fact. Well, there's
0: a big Judaism. I, like, we, I think we talked about this before. There's a huge Jewish population in Montreal, New York, and LA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's other pockets in the, in like, in the, I don't know, Canada, I guess, North America. I wouldn't. I think
1: most cities do, but certainly Montreal would not. I mean, it, it's a very or prevalent. Or New York. Yeah. Very prevalent community and fantastic food. Yeah. Fantastic artists. Like- You think about all the arts that uh, the the Jewish community has, uh, or all the art that they have given Mm -hmm. us throughout the years, whether it's comedy, music. I mean.
0: Does anybody else like Sex and City? And you cannot help but think of the episode called Secret Sex.
1: Secret, secret. We do do. have a
0: secret. So, (laughs) um, Charlotte, who is, uh, I think she's an art buyer at this point, or or she runs a gallery, but she meets a Hasidic folk artist, a Jewish, a Hasidic Jew folk artist and um has sex with him I guess at some point. And she was like kind of embarrassed about it. And she was like, I mean, it could never happen because like I'm not that we're not in the same religion and that's like a really big deal for him. And you know,
1: oh yeah, yeah. like it
0: couldn't be anything. But she was like I was just I think I'd forget the phrasing, but she was like I was enamored with like the smell of wool in his <laughs> in his hair, his little like those little curly cues. things rings. I forget what those were called. Remember Ari talked about the little yeah. curly cues. Anyway,
1: seems like a lot, you you know, to to get ready for the day. Do you have to curl it? I'd assume a so. Curler?
0: I'd assume so. Yeah. It'd take two seconds. It's like two. Man,
1: I feel bad for people living this way. That takes no room.
0: time. By the, I don't even want anybody to think that what Sean said is correct. Curling two pieces, like two chunks of hair takes like 30 seconds.
1: It's not so much the curling, it's the actual growing of it because I can't. So,
0: I wonder what bald Jewish guys do. Like well, Flip-ons? they think can still grow there. Oh yeah, that's true. Nobody it's not really like you're doing a curl from the top there. of your head. Yeah, they're not growing from here. Yeah. that'd be trouble for all people, all sorts of people. Right, right. Yeah. But no,
1: um, just real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. For anyone who's uh, paying attention to world news, which I I don't, you know, claim to pay attention to that closely, but uh, what's my
0: Something's on your hand. Why wouldn't you yeah, just let me grab stuff. it from you? It's, it's oh.
1: this plastic. <laughs> but um, Israel is up in protest right now.
0: Yeah, the was it? No, it was France that was up in protest. Also, retirement age. Yeah.
1: Um, Nobody in Israel.
0: What are they protesting?
1: It sounds like the government is trying to suspend the power of the Supreme Court. What? So that, or not suspend, but put themselves, the elected officials, above the the Supreme Court so they can overturn idea so they're basically robbing the court of power
0: uh-oh then why do you even have a supreme court
1: well i guess you know nine times out of ten they get it right but when the politicians are upset or yeah. are not upset but when they don't agree then they can flip it so people That's are really upset right. yeah you know, they should be you, you got to have the the highest courts in the land it can't just be an elected politician saying nope
0: no who trusts our politicians <laughs> nobody exactly. i mean i don't know if israeli politicians are the same as ours but if they're anything at all like
1: yeah so i think uh Netanyahu has made a big error, a grave error, and people are really pissed off. Mm. You have to respect the will of the people. Yeah. Okay.
0: They should be protesting. Okay. So anyways.
1: Sorry. Back to the letter.
0: says, I really enjoy your chit chats and your humor. The atmosphere is so pleasant. Great way for me to wind down after a long, noisy day at school and at home. Now to my question. Yes. Out of curiosity, I was wondering about American names. Do they have meanings? Some do. We'll get into that. Here, almost all of our names are Hebrew words, usually with positive significance or traits, or as such as traits or characteristics that we wish for, like peace, hope, growth, prosperity, or joy.
1: What does Sarah mean? I think um, that's a popular lady. I'd answer. have
0: to look it up really quick. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know. But Probably like I,
1: sunlight or something, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and can't you not be named, I believe in the Jewish faith, my friend Kim told me this, and I'm assuming she's correct. You cannot use, you can't name someone after someone who's still alive. Oh, you have to have to have passed away.
1: Hmm, that's interesting. You know what word I like uh, from the, from that community is, I think it's a Yiddish word mm-hmm. or maybe it, maybe it's Hebrew. Ketubah. Sarah
0: means princess. princess. Sarah is a girl's name with Hebrew origins, meaning princess. This name features throughout the history, including within the Jewish Bible. Hmm. Sarah is known into the Jewish community as the wife of Abraham or father of Judaism ah. and the mother of the Hebrew people. That's why it's probably so popular. Right, right. Um, yeah, I wonder what uh, the only other person I know from Israel is Ela. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. So I wonder what it means. And is a Hebrew feminine name meaning hollow, H A L O, a cognate of the Arabic challah? Hala. Hala. Um, it was among the most popular names given to girls in Israel in 2012. Oh, oh, that's funny, cute. Yeah. Okay, anyway.
1: I always wanted to visit, I really think it's fascinating.
0: Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm slightly concerned about, you know, the. the obviously the, the, that there's violence you know and, well that there's rockets that rain down mm-hmm. i don't like that i know it doesn't land everywhere but the fact that people are conditioned to be like we the oh, get to the air stuff. raid and, uh, shelter you're like what that's no way to live you know and um
0: yeah it's pretty crazy yeah but they have that like mesh protective domey thing what's it called the, it's not a
1: mesh it's um i the know iron dome the iron
0: dome yeah yeah, yeah that it like
1: shoots 90 percent of things out of the mm, air
0: it's wild yeah it's very cool no
1: birds are harmed Really? No, I have no. They probably shoot birds. Too. I
0: was like, who knows? But no. Okay. Okay. So many names come from nature, including names of certain plants and animals, which resemble characteristics, characteristics such as strength, gentleness, wisdom, tranquility, beauty, and so on. I wonder what my Jewish name is. Some names have to do with water or light, again signifying life, strength, happiness, and prosperity. In the more observant communities, it is common to find names that celebrate our connection to God. That's like Sarah, right? when parents, not God, but Abraham, you know, it's like part of the Bible in a way. When parents name their children, they usually try to choose a name that is meaningful, sort of as a gift for the child's future. This is an integral part of our culture. So I was thinking, is this the same in other cultures? I know English pretty well, but I can't figure out what most American names actually mean. Are they supposed to mean anything or do parents just choose the names that have a nice sound to them? We'll talk about this. That's a great question. And what significance is there to the various spellings within the same name mm. I'm curious to hear from your correspondence from oh, yes, from our correspondents from other countries around the world as well. Send it in Otd at gmail.com. Thanks for being who you are. Can't wait for more Batya. um the A's sound more like ah, so Batya, uh-huh or an O as a pot in most American accents. Hope you figured it out. I, think I did. Batya Batya from Israel.
1: Hey, thank you for writing in. Mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy the fact that there are people uh, out there who take the time to write letters from, yeah. especially, you know, faraway places like Idaho and Israel. And, you know, like, it's it's cool because I really don't know that much about it aside from what I see in the news. And I think, like you said, we have a lot more in common than than people realize. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But to quote the mighty Bruce Willis in mm. Pulp Fiction… Ooh do you remember that film? Mm-hmm. um he he he's a boxer and he is told to throw the fight yes, and instead of throwing the fight, he ends up killing the other fighter mm-hmm. and he has to escape because he, he crossed gangsters, right? He was supposed to throw the fight for mm-hmm. the gangster Marcellus Wallace. So he escapes out the window at the boxing arena and he jumps into a cab and um the gal is like uh, some smoke show uh, you know latina beauty. And she's like, where are you going? You know? And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, which anywhere. Just get me out of yeah. here. You know, I got it going. And, um, and then, uh, she says, what, what is your name? No, sorry. He, he says her, her card. And it's like Esmeralda Villalobos or something. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's a cool name. And then she says, what is your name? And he says, uh, my name's Butch. You know, <laughs> his name is Butch. Uh-huh. And, uh, she goes, Butch, what, what does this mean? It was, I'm an American, Names don't mean shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like how they end the scene. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. But I don't know why I told this story. Oh,
0: because names, but names do. So to answer this person's question, names do have meaning depending. They don't always. Unlike the culture that you have in Israel, our names don't have to mean anything. But like, for instance, Sean grew up in Montreal, which is a very has a huge Catholic influence. So you see a ton of Johns and, and Sean's and other biblical names.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, Paul's.
0: Yeah. Paul. Peter. Like, yeah. Peter, Paul, That's like all of the, his friends that I've met have all of those names.
1: Anyone who's in the mamas and papas, you know, Peter, Paul and, Mary.
0: Peter Paul, and Mary. Um, and yeah, um, I think that that's probably even Rebecca and Elizabeth, like those are both like biblical names and those are really common too. Yeah. So I think there's that influence in the same way that you know, um, it sounds like in Israel they have like certain meanings and things like that. Ours are more like the the Christian Bible or the you know the Catholic the belief system I mean, even still even my last drives name it. is
1: a religious name mm-hmm. or not religious, but yeah, Saint, Saint Louis. Louis. You
0: know, yeah. Here, whenever I tell people, I just say Saint Louis because they get. If I say Saint Louis, they're like how's that spelled? L O U I E. I'm like no. Um, Louis, Louis, Louis,
1: Louis. Louis Louis No, that's
0: not it. Watch it now. Watch it. That's Bully. Uh-huh.
1: What was Louis Louis?
0: I don't know. Um, Anyway, so not all names have meaning, but a lot of them come from Bible stuff. However, mine is kind of two-pronged. First, my mom wanted my name to be short because my brother's name is Nicholas, and she hated that the first thing he had to learn how to write was such a long thing, and she thought maybe that was why his penmanship was always so bad. Spoilers, I have horrible penmanship also, and my name's super short. So that didn't work, but my mom wanted it to be short and easy for me to write, and remember as a kid and stuff like that. Hence K-A-T-I. No E. It's not part of Catherine. It's just Katie. Um, And also it was like a cartoon character that she thought was cute or someone on a show. So a lot of times parents will just pick a name off someone that they've liked like in TV or in their life. You know, do you ever like dated someone or had a friend who turned out to be an asshole and you're like, that name is forever ruined. If I ever have children, I will never name them that. You know, mm. that can happen. Um. And in the same way, if you see something cute or you think it's a fun name, then, you know, you go with it that way. So that's what I know about at least American names. Yeah. And it can be family names, too. Like you have your dad's name as, you know, part of your name. And a lot of people will do that or be juniors. You know, like I'm Charlie Jr.
1: I wonder if the Jewish community Mm -hmm. in North America, in terms of food, Mm -hmm. if it's completely different than what's going on in Israel, I'd have to ask Edna because I am. She goes to Israel every year. I'm a total nut for for like smoked fish. Remember, she
0: brought you the halva.
1: Oh yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. She brought a lot of different things. I but we have a lot of. Is
1: that the pistachio paste?
0: I think it's like a. I don't think it's pistachio paste. I think it's like a tahini paste thing. Isn't it kind of like yeah, sesame seed, sesame seed and stuff. Yeah, I forget what it was. I'd have to look up what. No, there was no pistachio, Sean. I think Mm -hmm. there might have been pistachios in it, but not as the you know.
1: Yeah, the sugar with the sesame seed.
0: Yeah. So halva is a type of confectionery originating from Persia. Oh, funny. Mm. Widely spread throughout the Middle Middle East and India. The name is used for a broad variety of recipes, generally a thick paste made from flour, butter, saffron, rosewater, milk, cocoa powder, sweetened with sugar and oil. Amazing. Not sweetened with oil, but oil and sweetened with sugar. Um, but yeah, it's from Iran originally. Hmm. They usually serve it cold. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, so... That's she brought that back for us and all sorts of stuff. Yes, sesame sesame halva is popular in Poland, the Middle East, and the Balkans. Cool. I think that's what she brought. Or, but oh, confection sesame butter or paste tahini. I thought that's the one that we had. Ours didn't have cocoa or rose water.
1: (laughs) Well, Bachi, thanks for writing in. I appreciate you getting my brain thinking a little bit. Um, And uh, I hope to visit your country one day. Yeah, Uh, great admiration for it. Yeah,
0: same, same. But yeah, our names. I'd love to hear from other people too. Because I think our names are kind of like, well, we don't know. You know, could be, could not. Yeah. Okay. For me, I was
1: born on St. Patrick's Day. So they're like, give them an Irish name.
0: Also, isn't your family Irish or are they not? No, you Uh, said they might not be, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's Scottish.
0: Oh, Scottish.
1: Possibly. They're like
0: Harriet. Our friend Harriet is Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we got it. I can't wait to travel. I need to get out of the, get out of North America for a little bit. Spread our wings. Maybe go, Oh. Adam told us that if we're going to go to Spain, which is on our agenda, that we have to go through the Basque region.
1: Oh, yeah. He was
0: like, that's where you... Because we were like, we want to eat our way through Spain. And he was like, Basque. Yeah. And we were like, tell us what that means. <laughs> okay. Last They're letter. The
1: separatists. They want to... Uh, I think a couple of different regions of Spain No, isn't that all the way secede. at the top
0: was the ones that wanted to secede? Like
1: the Catalonians?
0: Yeah, Catalonians. But I was like, the, that wasn't Basque.
1: The Basques have a separatist movement. It was... I'm always fascinated by separatist movements.
0: Yeah. Well, you had them in Montreal. Well, Quebec, I'd never yeah. heard of any, well, yeah, in Quebec, but I'd never heard of that at all until I met you and you talked about like.
1: A secessionist movement is very interesting. It's, you know.
0: Well, there's the always one that's running for something there. Who's like a, the French need to take over, you know, separatist movement. There's yeah, those people. It's they crazy. They feel like they
1: should be autonomous. And I, I get that. I mean, I think Texans are floating this idea now of breaking Where Texans away. Texans are
0: separatist. Yeah. Well, we used to be. I think we talked about this because we took the duck tour. But Texas has that's where six flags came from because there's six flags of Texas because we were part of uh Mexico.
1: Six Flags Amusement Park having six yes, flags sorry. as their logo.
0: Is it's from Texas because Texas has had six different flags as a country and as a state.
1: Those flags are Mexico. Mexico.
0: Spain. Is it Italy? Nope. No. France. 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 Mm-hmm. And then the, the Republic of Texas. And United States.
1: And the Confederate States. Oh, yeah. That was the sixth one. I so they forget that one. When they were fighting the Civil War, mm-hmm. they were underneath that flag. It's really which inter- is strange to see. I have to be honest. When I'm when you go to town and you see uh, uh, statues for Confederates. I, oh, I they're that, all over the place. But I, I find that strange. You know, I didn't grow up in the South. We could be in, in like South. a
0: little town in Texas. Yeah. It's interesting. I didn't grow up in the South either. Um, yeah. 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 I don't, yeah, it's just, it's like a weird, it's a cultural thing to be in the South. I find it, there's so many things about it that are interesting and different than what we're used to. And even, so when we went to Houston, um, we stayed with our friends, Dan and Scott. And Scott is like, I swear to God, like a Texas historian. He's super cool. He also has a YouTube channel.
1: Oh yes. I'll put the link down below. Yeah, you check
0: out his vlogs he, and stuff. He does like travel vlogs.
1: Yeah, he explores all sorts of towns and features of towns that- Maybe they're not in the best shape and like it's it's time has passed them mm-hmm. by. Some or, of the
0: buildings are so cool and it's beautiful. It's very interesting. And, and an he's a good YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we love Scott. So anyway, but he's like a Texas historian and he was telling us all this stuff. And then Laura and my good friend that the reason we met Scott and Dan and everything went out there and um, she was over and we were talking about it. And, she, and he said, yeah, they didn't even know about any of this. And she turned and she's like, what do you mean? You didn't study Texas history and Texas... Because we didn't grow up in Texas. Of course we didn't. It was all the United States and you're in Canada. So, you know, no.
1: All I knew was Texas Walker Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, that too. Um, And, um, you know, the.
0: Or as my Tika mom called him, Walker. Yeah. Take to Walker. The
1: Lone Ranger. You know, Mm. I think he was Mm -hmm. from here because Mm -hmm. the Texas Rangers.
0: I mean, I grew up in the country, like in a small town.
1: Debatable. It's not that small. It's not like 200 people it's thousands and thousands of people it's a metropolis it's very cosmopolitan
0: no, no no um none of those things so i grew up in an area that was very country i could call it but still not the south and it's just a very different thing do you know N- what i mean
1: northern country folk mm-hmm. as opposed to southern well, just,
0: i think folk. what i grew up in is really what i would call like small town america yeah rural we're just rural Farms. Where Texans are like Texans and, and they're very specific. Like, I, I'm i sure I learned some stuff about Washington state history, but I don't, we did, I had a ton of schooling about like all of the different uh, Native American tribes that used to be there and like what they were called and where they came from and how they survived and blah, blah, blah. Maybe that was part of our history stuff. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. More so than. Lewis
1: you know, and Clark.
0: Yep. All that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it's interesting. Texans have. To Lauren and Scott's joke they have to take full classes on like Texas history
1: I think it's fascinating I read a book uh, the uh, M- the well, I guess I didn't read it that closely
0: but the Comanches it's called the Empire something
1: of the Empire of the Summer Moon mm-hmm. fantastic story and to to really wrap your brain around how horrific this area was at one point in time, where you know two when people groups. come to
0: try to settle, right? And you don't know what you're gonna come into.
1: Yeah. And the Comanche are they they're a warring people. Mm-hmm. And then the settlers were equally nuts. And mm. they went at it for I think it's like 300 years. Holy
0: holy yeah. moly.
1: Until the invention of the sixth shooter. And mm-hmm. that was pretty much the uh the demise of uh of um the Comanche, which is I think rather interesting. Okay, well, that's probably not very accurate in the history department. but
0: um, But Sean did read a book about it, about the Comanches.
1: I have a confession to make about that book. Hmm. I didn't read the last 10 pages.
0: You're so ADD sometimes. Why would you not read the last? I, uh,
1: I put it down and then I started reading another book, which I promptly did not finish. And then I picked up another book and I keep taking the book that I have 10 pages left and I keep taking it with me thinking I'll finish it. And then I never do.
0: You could finish it in like an hour or less.
1: It will probably take me like five hours to read 10 pages, Katie. I'm not so good at reading anymore, apparently, (laughs) at this pace. But anyways, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I got to finish that book. Yeah. I mean, I already know what happened, you know, so.
0: Just just finish (laughs) it already. Okay. One last letter before we end because we have to go eat dinner. But this is from our – what is he? Hold on. Wait for it. It'll come to my brain's. I think he's a historian in rock and roll.
1: Oh, yes. Right? Yes.
0: Administer. What is he?
1: Is the it- Minister of rock and roll.
0: Administer of rock and roll.
1: And all things history. Okay. Our historian.
0: It's Christoph. Hey, our buddy. buddy, Christoph. And it's entitled, It's Been a While. It has been a while. We haven't heard from you. It says, Hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the whole OTDM community. Christoph here. It's been a while since I've wrote into the show. So here are some random thoughts and updates on my life and just other noteworthy stuff. Let me begin with this. 2023 has been a shit show f- so far for me. It actually started on Christmas Day when our oldest dog, Mike, lost the use of his hind legs.
1: Oh, man. I'm so sorry about that. I can't imagine. I
0: getting... really am not Yeah, looking forward to that process at all. Ooh. Poor puppy, 14 years old, cannot walk anymore, but he's clearly not ready to go. He's still alert enjoys it, and enjoys his life as good as possible. We bought him a doggy wheelchair, but he still has to get used to it. So when we take him for walks, we put a leash around his hips to hold him up and walk with him. Okay. And he still loves to walk. He doesn't love to be taken up because he's clearly in pain. But mm-hmm. when he's on the run, then off he goes. We actually were afraid that this might happen one day because when he was a puppy in Serbia, he was hit by a car and had multiple fractures in his leg and pelvis. Okay, It's almost like us, how your old injuries catch up with you when you get older.
1: So what happened? Does he say, but like, why how he lost the the use of his legs
0: it just stopped he got he kind of like got sick and then just they stopped working
1: wow.
0: okay like he just won't use them but let me know christoph if i'm wrong on that because i feel like that's what you've kind of told me so far so when he came to us he couldn't really walk and we figured he might have a few nice years and that was in 2009 oh and he wow wow and he developed great could walk run and was just a happy dog now he's a happy dog in a wheelchair oh we have a photo okay hold on let me scroll because i want to see Oh, what? Oh, look at his little man.
1: Uh, he's super cute.
0: Oh, Good for
1: you for, for getting this contraption though.
0: Yeah. Sweet little man. Mike.
1: Okay. Gotta get him a bumper sticker that says noisy neighbors.
0: I know. Okay. And there's more than one dog of our six dogs up to four have some medical issues. Oh, that's gotta be expensive too. And just so sad. They're all older, so it's not really surprising. Yet it can be really tough sometimes, and it affects our vacation planning. I'm, I'm sure. Actually, we'd planned for a visit to the U.S. this year after we postponed it twice due to the pandemic. But now it's clear we cannot leave the dogs at a kennel for a few weeks. I know. I would feel bad, too. Do you have any friends that could watch over them? You know, that's what I'm hoping that we can have people that can do that for Roxy if mm-hmm. we're gone for like extended periods. So vacation plans are now closer to home, maybe Hungary this summer. And in the fall, Greece or Italy. Oh, hey, cool. that's not too shabby when you live over in Europe. It's funny because in the States, it's like their countries are our states, you yeah. know, and we could essentially drive. Although we're now we're in Texas. So like it takes like 10 hours to get out of Texas, but that's okay. We have much to explore in Texas. Scott gave us a whole list of places to check out. Right, Cute towns, old historical towns. He broke them into categories.
1: He was very methodical, but he's the, so, he's so good. Yeah.
0: Okay. Any destination we can reach by car. I know a surprise. Another member of our community who lives in Zurich, her and her boyfriend, cause they take their dog everywhere had drove down through Greece and then took a, or no, they drove down through Italy and then took just a little short uh, ferry over to Greece. And I was like, what? Okay. Which reminds me, Katie, you said you want to go international for your anniversary. So I have some ideas. Of course, Paris is a city of love. It makes a great spot for this, but you've been there only recently. So may I suggest maybe Italy? We'd thought about Italy too. I think you've never been there and there we haven't. And there are so many interesting and of course, also romantic places there, starting with Rome. So Sean, you've been to Italy. Yes. But Sean's been to a lot more places than I have. Um, starting with Rome, but for a honeymoon or anniversary trip, I would recommend Venice though it is expensive, or Verona, the city of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. And
1: fair Verona.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And so many more historic and interesting places all over that country. I think you should put it on your list. It's on the list. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to other parts in France other than Paris, um, Spain, Portugal. Honestly, the whole world. I want to see everything. Just tell me where to go. I want to go. And honestly, at the top of my list is Japan. Hmm. But... I don't think that's, I think we should go with like Adam and Lauren on that trip. That would be fun.
1: That'd be fantastic.
0: That was kind of the idea. Cause we're all going to, we have our birthdays all at the same time, but maybe we plan for, cause we're all kind of a little poor right now with Poe. So maybe like a year or two out, we could like plan and budget and save. Yeah.
1: A trip like that. I think you have to save mm-hmm. for. Yeah. So maybe I could entice you into something a little closer, like San Antonio. <laughs>
0: You know, San Antone.
1: San, San Antone is the city of uh, love, you know.
0: Hey, we could do the river walk and all that jazz. Yeah. Go see the Alamo.
1: I, I, you know, I want to go to the Alamo so bad.
0: Oh, it's so small. Just so you know. Yeah. It's like the White House. I just want you expect photo. it to be this huge place and you're like, oh.
1: I want a photo like this, you know.
0: I mean, I'd even go to, I'd go anywhere. That's the funny thing is like we went to Charleston mm. for our vacation slash my birthday last year. And that was wonderful. I've never been to Atlanta. I love Washington, D.C. and haven't spent a ton of time there.
1: Atlanta's where the players play.
0: Where the players play. Um, You know, Savannah. Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Maine. New Orleans. New Orleans. There's so many places to go. Yep. Okay, so back to what what else is he... uh... So, where am I at? Oh, and so many other historic and interesting places all over the country. I think you should put it on your list. And of course, you're always welcome to Vienna. I would love to go to Vienna, the city of Freud and classical music. And if all goes to plan, I'll have an Airbnb up and running this summer in my mother's house, which my siblings and I inherited. That would be so cool. Very but this cool. Airbnb plan is another part of the shit show of 2023. So far, my dad has been living there, but he moved to a retirement home last year. Okay. I certainly do not want to sell this house. It is as it is on the land that my great grandfather bought when he came to Vienna some 120 years ago. Where was, where's his family from? Um, I don't know for sure, but they
1: I, I came. think he probably has told us, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't want to get rid of that either. I mean, shoot, that's a, that's your family's.
0: Yeah. It's like they came and stick their like estate claim there, you yeah. know, like yeah, here he's... we are. We're, I don't know in Austria. I don't know if they were somewhere else outside of Vienna. But 120 years ago, it's just been the family for a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the house where I spent my teens. The house is 40 years old. And as you can imagine, you can clearly see that it's been lived in for all of those years. Who doesn't love a well-lived-in house? But I understand it needs renovations and stuff, especially like bathrooms and things, i assume. This is okay. Things get worn out, but to rent it out, there has to be some modernization, and this mm-hmm. costs money. And I'm afraid my siblings are not willing to put any money into the house. Mm-hmm. While I see this as an investment and the income from renting it out as an addition to my retirement, this will be a hard fight with them. But I'll keep you posted. And if it goes through, I can offer you a special price if you want to stay here. Thank you, Absolutely. Christoph. We will definitely take you up on that.
1: And I would pay full price. Oh
0: yeah, We're, we. We want you to get your your retirement extra. The reason you're renting it out. You yep. could make more, you know.
1: We got to stay somewhere.
0: True. True that. Okay. And then there are the noisy neighbors. His band. I have the feeling that the band is, oh, I have the feeling the band is in a bit of a hiatus at the moment. Since our gig in October, we've only had one practice with the full band and we switched the schedule to every other week instead of weekly. Oh, bummer. Together with my currently more down mood, this does not make me happy. Though I must say, once I'm in the rehearsal studio and once I turn on the amp, I totally enjoy it. So hopefully the joy will come back. I have talked to Christoph since he sent this letter because I talked to him through Patreon. He is doing better. Oh, good, good. So we've come out of our slump a little bit. We're feeling a little bit better. The siblings have agreed to the renovations and to do this oh, good. thing. I don't know about the money situation. I think there might have to be a loan that's taken out but Kristoff would pay it back and then, then they'd start making money off of it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So they don't take the loan, but they trying to figure it out. Ah, okay. Um, I
1: go through periods like that too, though. Like funks. I yeah. Think more, more than some people do <laughs> less than other people, but I, I don't like that feeling. Like you, all of a sudden you're like, and mm-hmm. it goes downhill and then it ratchets up, you know, like, uh, six months down the road, but sometimes I'll, yeah, I'll Sean does go
0: through those periods. I don't, I don't do that. I definitely go through anxious periods. Hmm. Those are awesome. (laughs) No, Um, but I don't sleep very well and I'll feel just like, "Mm." but I guess luckily for me, question mark, mine usually has a cause. Like there's usually something going on that has like stirred it. Um, But I had those, those low moods when I was like a teen, like 16 to 20, maybe like early, you know, late teens, early aughts. Okay. So Hopefully the joy will come back also during the time in between. And most importantly, that I start looking for gig opportunities again. Yes, as it is my goal to take the stage as often as possible. I love it. The dream lives on. When I grow up, I want to be a rock star. Yes, sir. I love that. Through my artist's way, she has us uh, writing things quick. Like, I wish I could. Da, da, da. And you're supposed to like, if I if it wasn't so silly or if it wasn't so selfish, I would do this. And it's interesting what comes out when you think like that. You're supposed mm. to write real quick if it wasn't so selfish I would blah, 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 I would I wish I could I would be you know it's kind of fun that's it for today hope you're good and the studio will be finished soon I know fingers crossed greetings from Austria
1: Chris hey buddy I, uh, I appreciate hearing from you and yeah. um, I'm excited for you I think your Airbnb is going to be wonderful
0: That's such a good idea
1: I think you're going to do many shows this year many many shows and uh, I'm pulling for you so yep. it's good to hear from you and um, yeah thank
0: you everybody for writing in yeah I know we have we have quite a few other letters in there. I'm excited. We have some things to get through next week, but keep the letters coming. OTD and pod at gmail.com. We love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bow bow. Bye.
1: Bye.